This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe. New outside bar, now open on match days. And a very warm welcome to the Wednesday week, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast. We've got a little mini episode for you, ladies and gents. A little snuggly little oh, one. Mini, oh, mini. we've been thinking about you. Um, on the line with me first of all, you heard in the background there, Mr. Davies, how the devil are you? Good evening, I'm really, really well, thank you very much. Uh, just uh, finished watching the uh, the Reading Fulham game, so uh, we know one side went to Wembley now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might be surprised to hear that's Fudge in the background. Fudgy, oh boy, how funny was that? You know what I mean? <laughs> how, how, how funny is it that, that Fulham haven't got through? And in fact, actually, Jamez, uh, did you not have a stat about the team finishing sixth last year? I was trying to remember it. If it was, has the team in sixth never been promoted, or have I got that wrong? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I, you I had a can't stat remember last there year. being a stat about that. Uh, but the, the, there might have been, yeah. No, I think the, the team in sixth has been promoted a few times, yeah. Oh, then I'm talking bollocks then. But you Lord, are, yeah. Yeah. you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamesy, old boy, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm glad I'm glad we're doing this because obviously there is only one thing for us to discuss um, tonight. Alan Pardew? What? <laughs> oh, uh, dear. What the I'm hell? joking. I, I imagine that's the only um, credence that we'll give to uh, to that tonight. Absolutely. And uh, Victoria, my darling, how the devil are you? Good evening, everybody. Ah, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm, I'm a quivering wreck. Honestly, I've got to go to London and do a really important meeting tomorrow and get back and not, like, poo myself on the way there or back. <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to do this. It's just, I suppose if it's on the way back, that's not that much of an issue because I can just go home and have a shower. But, oh, she did, my God. She's a toilet, so, you know, just go there. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I'll have my laptop, I'll have my bag, it'll be, too, it'll be too much to carry. I just, oh God, I'm in a right wreck, honestly. I'm, I'm shaking, 
I'm I'm just oh. I think there's also people feeling the same at the moment, Victoria, my darling. There'll be lots of poos all over the place tomorrow. Um, I can guarantee it. Um, <laughs> they're over here. They're over there. That's Victoria's poos everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's even got a song, a poo song. It's not good. It's not good at all. It's all been wrong. Um, right then, ladies and gents. So first things first, let's have a little chat about the um, the first leg, shall we, boys and girls? Um, as we said, there's been some some Wednesday slating in the press about the way we played and um, sort of parking the bus, which is something we're not terribly accustomed to, is it? But yeah. I think there was a clear game plan, and I think uh, the chaps pulled it off wonderfully, didn't they? You, you, you absolutely would have taken that before for the the kickoff, wouldn't you? You know, we we said this thing that you don't like. Would would you take a point? No, we wouldn't. Would you take a draw? But I'd have had nil nil before, and I just thought we absolutely controlled the game. We, you knew Huddersfield were going to come at us, and there was no doubt in that. And just the fact that we soaked all that pressure up, I thought was a, a great performance from uh, from the team. I'm, I'm just impressed they managed to get eight minutes of highlights out of it. Yeah. It, it wasn't a great game of football. I want to know what Fudge reckons because obviously Fudge, you wrote your uh, your blog, which became yeah. you know increasingly relevant as that game unfolded because you even used yeah. the word anti-football in your blog. Yep. Would, would, are you going to class that as anti-football? I thought the whole thing was an absolute bloody disgrace from start oh, to finish. And I will tell you for why, and I will and I will explain it in. In as quick as possible. So, for example, there are two things that we've all agreed on throughout the season is that when teams come at us, we spank them. And when teams defend against us, we struggle to pick them apart. Now, that is two things that we've all agreed on. Now, I think Carlos, by parking the bus, which, as you say, Lord H, isn't something we do. Uh, you know what I mean? We, we play defensive, don't get me wrong, but that was an absolute shit show on, uh, on Sunday. And, um, and I think what Carlos has done is gambled with our promotion hopes and gambled with his career there because there's been a lot of speculation in the press and all the Pardew nonsense uh, of, about, you know, they've heard rumours about he's already gone. And and uh, it, we, we all know, I think, deep down, that if if promotion doesn't happen, it's about time we had a change. And I think every sensible football fan would probably agree. However, if we get promoted by spanking Huddersfield, you know, three or four nil or... or what, what's the final now? Reading have just, just got through, haven't they? Lol. Yeah. If we spank them 5-0, can you honestly see Chan Siri going, sorry, Carlos, regardless of you getting this promotion, you're on your bike? No, no, he won't. So what he's done, he's put a lot of pressure, and I believe he's put the pressure on us as fans because he knows he's trying to recreate what we had against Brighton at Hillsborough last year, which was one of the greatest things anybody's ever seen in terms of support. And, you know, he's, he's banking on that, and I don't doubt it will, it will happen very similar. But Huddersfield came at us, and we should have played our football, and we should have gone for it. Because let's... Now, Huddersfield now are going to go to Hillsborough. They're going to do what we did. They're going to play negative football. They They're going to park the bus. They can't. They can't. We can't unpick them. Of course they will. They will sit there. They, they will grind out a nil-nil and, and hope for the best on the penalties. Of course they will. Do you not, do you not think that they'll have been a full-time on, on Sunday? Huddersfield will have been gutted because they thought, that's it, that's our chance gone. That's their chance, this, yeah. This, of course this, they will. this was our chance. Of course they will. I, I, I don't I, disagree. I, I, I think you're overthinking this a lot, Fudge. And I think... 
personally, I think that that we played it absolutely spot on. And and I obviously I wrote my blog twenty four hours before you wrote yours, and I said in mind that the most important thing is that we come away from that game with Huddersfield having a nil next to them. Uh, yeah. And if we if we get a goal, then great. And and I think that's exactly how we played. That the priority was make sure Huddersfield don't get in the league because if they get one and the tails go up, they might get two, they might get three. It, it can change the game. The longer we frustrate them, the more uh, we can quiet the crowd down. Not that they were particularly noisy to start with, um, but you know the more we can frustrate them, the more they'll just start to think is this slipping away from us a little bit. And if we can nick one on the break, then we will do. It. And I think that's what happened. I think that's how we played it. I think that we, uh, you know, I don't think it was anti-football. I think, yeah, priority number one was defend, don't concede. Uh, but then, you know, when, when we got the opportunity to break, we certainly looked to do it. And, it, it, you know, it didn't really happen for us. You know, on another day, Jack Hunt realises think... how to head a ball, sticks that in the back of the net and we come away with a 1-0 win. But as, as it unfolds, as it happens, a 0-0 draw is... A pretty any any team would have to say that a nil nil draw in the away leg of a, a playoff semi final is a good result. It's better than a two all draw because you've not given their fans anything yeah. to get excited about, um, and they're they're going to come to Hillsborough now thinking right, okay, well we kind of missed our chance. We've got to hope that we get lucky. Whereas we can go out and say we know that we can win this game. We know how to do it. We've got to stick to our game plan and do what we've got to do. I don't disagree that the draw is the best result. I don't disagree at all. I, I, th- I think it was. A draw is the best result. But the manner of it was a disgrace. I, 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 I actually felt embarrassed for my team. I took a few people down to the pub to come and watch it. And they all told me that was the worst game of football they've seen in a long time. Honestly, well, they're clearly not football fans. That's, that's unfortunate, isn't it, Fudge? But my priority is getting to Wembley and getting promoted. I'm sorry that you and your friends so, had, so had a bit of a, a, a slightly yeah. uncomfortable moment, but uh, the result is all that matters. Hashtag okay. Team James. <laughs> but listen, I said in the blog, uh, you know, during the playoffs, uh, you know, uh, the, the wins matter, the points matter, however way you want to say it. Now, and, and I get that, but football and Premier League football specifically is boring now and over the last 10 years you'll agree with me that what's happened is that you get these teams creep into the Premier League and just play how we played on Sunday and it and it's ruined the entire league it, it was slowly turning into the Spanish League you look at teams like um, Swansea before they changed their manager Middlesbrough Hull City and, and you can go back years and years and years and see these teams who just want to try and keep it respectable try and keep their you know premeditated shit kicking respectable and and, and as a result, you know, Monday night football with Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville having top bants has become West Brom versus bloody Stoke because all people are concerned about is being in the Premier League. Now, what's happened is business has won. Money has won. It was always creeping in. It was always going to happen. And it's won. And football is taking a back seat. Now, having seen that game on Sunday, if that's how we play in the Premier League, because I agree with you that the playoffs are... A, are a way forward and, and you know, the results matter at the end of the day. I get that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not an idiot. But if that's the way we're going to play against Man City or against Chelsea, one, will get an, as arse is handed to us. And two, what's the point? What is the point? If no, all we're, we're not going to, though, are we? Defend, we're not, are we? What is the we're point? We're not going to. The point you, is, you... Fudge, like, we need to get through these next two games. We need to smash them tomorrow night. We have got the complete advantage now. We are going into this as a fresh game. There is nothing hanging over it whatsoever. There are no goals. There's nothing. We are going into this as a fresh game with a full team, you know, who who are a bloody good team as well. 
And we can go out there tomorrow night with 32,000 Wednesday fans and we can shine our torches and we can do all that jazz and it'll be amazing. And then the fact is, come summer, come next Monday at like 10 o'clock or a week on Monday at 10 o'clock, it don't matter how we've played because 20 of those blokes won't be here next season because we'll have 2 million quid in our back pocket, uh, 200 million quid, sorry, and we'll be able to build a better team around the spine that we've got and that's the point we just need to get there and then the money comes in and then better players come in and then do you know what i don't give a toss if we spend three or four years like your swansies like your stokes i could not care less i'd take peter crouch tomorrow because i just want to get that's a different story though isn't it I don't, no, no, definitely not on the list. I want to get in the Premier League and I want to build us up to the team that we were. And I think the only way we can do that is by playing a shitty first semi semi final, which, yes, we did. But look at that one tonight. That was awful. And that was the last chance for both of them. And that was terrible. And I, I 100% do not believe we will do that tomorrow night. I think we will go at them all guns blazing. I think we'll have a full squad. We'll have the full best team we can possibly have. And then we will hopefully go to Wembley a week on Monday and we will prove our point. And we'll play against, let's be honest, a really shit Reading side and we who will park the bus. But we've got our Kieran Lee back now and we've got our Fessy back and we don't have to like worry about that bus anymore. We'll chip it over it. Don't matter because we've got the skill there. But the fact is, we're not going to play like that in the Premier League. And do you know what? Yeah, two, three weeks we might do. We might have to because that's how we're going to get our points to stay up. But if we just survive in the Premier League for two years, I will be happy taking that week in, week out because that means more to me than anything. Yeah. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of feel like, are we just overanalyzing this a little bit? We're talking about going to Huddersfield, keeping a clean sheet, bringing it back to Hillsborough. How are we playing the Premier League? Is that not a conversation to have in you know, whatever it is, 15 days' time, if and when it happens, is it, is it worth worrying that far ahead right now? All that matters right now is that we go out on Wednesday night and do the job that we've got to do and get to the playoff final. Then the only thing that we need to worry about is the playoff final. If if we're worried about how we, you know, whether we're going to be a West Brom or a Stoke or whether we're going to be a Leicester or a Southampton if we end up in the Premier League, well, that's that's a concern for another day. And you know what? It's a good concern to have, isn't it? Yeah, I, get, I I don't disagree. And yeah, you're right. We should be looking towards the next game. And I agree with you, Vic. I think, you know, we are we are probably going to go at them. And the atmosphere is going to be nothing short of astounding. You know what I mean? And and yeah, you're right. I'll tell you what, James. Let's leave that for another day. And then let's talk about Huddersfield coming up. Yeah. Can we change the turn about this? Start this? Because... Well, I'm going to. Can we, because... just, can we just talk about Wolves away? It's felt, it's felt a bit negative, this first quarter of an hour. And I think <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. it was a perfect away performance on Saturday. We got the result that we needed. We've got, we, we're taking them back to Hillsborough on Wednesday night <laughs> with a sold-out stadium. With uh, It just becomes a knockout game of football. The first leg doesn't count yeah. now. It's gone. It's forgotten. No. It's a knockout I, game of football. Honestly, Winner takes it all. No, it doesn't. I, you just forget I, about honestly, it now. It's, it's just, no, it's just it a standard matter. cup game. We start with a clean sheet. We've got a now, podcast. We? we need to do analysis of that game, ladies and gentlemen. People d- are dismissing this game completely, and I don't understand why. No, I don't. I, 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 because I it was a so. brilliant, All right. well, let's brilliant, sum it up. exquisite um, defensive Tom, performance. Tom, Tom Lee's it played was quite fantastic. well. Glenn Lewins was a bit shaky. Um, everyone else was all right. No, that's, that's again, to me, that's... that's Bannon. Bannon played well. Yeah, Bannon did all right. I, I didn't know Wallace was on the pitch until he got booked, if I'm honest as well. Was Wallace on the pitch? Bloody hell. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think, but it was played out of the game, wasn't he? He wasn't part of that game plan whatsoever. Yeah, I think he so, was just so there was as scary. a. Yeah, I think both of them were just there in case we got that moment, that thirty yard moment. I yeah. think that was why they were there. Other than that, they had no part to play because it was a defensive game, and that was exactly what I didn't hope it would be. If I think, like with all all my heart, I want to be a damn fudge, and I want to see us playing cracking football. I want to have seen us win eight nil. But that was cracking football. I'm that not, was I'm a not cracking defensive off, performance. Lord, chill out. Well, that's, that's why I'm I saying, don't understand why being so negative. I'm not. I'm not at all. I feel like that those two players were put in that game just in case. And I think everything else was standard. That was rehearsed to the last minute. That was every line was learned for that game. Everyone knew exactly what they had to do. Bar Leuven's once. Um, that everyone else knew. And I think they were just there to just see if, see if something dropped to them. If it did, have a go. But other than that, that, there was no pressure on them as such. It was more of a, it was more of like a team game game with them just there just in case and I think that's exactly what it needed to be but I think tomorrow night they're going to be the two key players it, it was it was Huddersfield's biggest game wasn't it for what like 30 years 40 years something ridiculous like that it's not even our biggest game in the last 12 months um, and, and that was the difference for them it was absolutely huge and they were going to throw everything at it and their fans were going to throw everything at it um, and it was about weathering that storm and in that sense I think uh, just absolute maximum a, a start to Carlos for getting his tactics spot on uh, and for the team yeah. for carrying it out and, and you know there were a couple of people around me a couple of my mates that were saying like oh this is rubbish I'm like it's not it's not this is exactly what we need to do because this is what other teams have done to us this season and it frustrates us and when you get frustrated you don't get anything out of a game um, and that's what happened to Huddersfield and um, you know I think that, that, uh, that they'll have come away from that game thinking that, that that's it that it's over I don't. Th- I won't go as far as saying that it was a storm to weather, though. To be fair, I thought in terms of going no, forward, they, given they were, how much they were position crap, they had, they, they should have. They were pretty piss poor, to be fair, yeah. weren't they? They should have. Yeah. They should have had a lot more chances than what they did. I mean, you know, given that we, you know, we've just said two or three players there were a bit of a non-entity. I mean, I thought Kieran Lee in the middle was was an absolute godsend. I mean, I, it was weird because I knew exactly the way the game was going to go when we brought on Dave Jones. Do you know what I mean? It was like, all oh, right, so this is this is how we're playing this. Then is it? This yeah. is this is what we're doing. Is it? Um, but yeah, I, I thought Huddersfield didn't give a great account of themselves, and you you know we can't forget that um, this team finished third and very well finished third as well. They've been up in the playoffs for 94% of the season or something ridiculous, haven't they? So, you know, to, to come away with a result from there, I think is I think is great. I, I, I really do. Don't get me wrong. I think it puts us in a good stead. I still think it's a little bit of a gamble, though, if I'm honest. I just, I just think we, like, like, like James has said, it was, it was just tactical masterclass from Carlos. You know, it, we, they, we knew they'd come out as they did, exactly like we thought they would. And I just, I was sitting in, I, I wasn't there, I was in the, sat in a new barrack watching it. I was dead relaxed because I just thought we had control of that game. You know, they, they didn't really kind of trouble us, I don't think, and, and that's probably a little bit to do with them. But that, like, like James said, this was their chance. This really was their chance to, to kind of go for that. And now, it, for me, I, I don't want to say advantage Wednesday, but. I think we, you know, in front of thirty-five, whatever, how many we can let in, and the safety advisory group are letting. Um, it, it's, it's, you know, we we could re- and we can become that top man tomorrow. We absolutely push these guys home. We've got to remember goal for as well. We've got to remember as well that they've they've not scored uh, a goal since the twenty-fifth of April. They've gone, uh, what is it, three three and a bit games without scoring a goal now. Um, so you know their tails are really down. They're they're gonna really be thinking that it's about 
their best chance is to try and well do to us what we did to them if if they can stop us from yeah. getting a goal in the first 20 30 minutes then get to half time and it's nil nil then maybe they might just start getting that little bit of belief that they can nick it but they're going to be expecting an onslaught and um you know i suspect they'll get it and and it'll be good to hear what what you reckon afterwards fudge actually after after that second leg whether putting the two games together you think oh actually yeah he got the balance right I, I will. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm just really bitter about the manner in which you do it. And, and my, I think my biggest concern is is that a shape of things to come. Do you know what I mean? But however, like you said, we would be getting ahead of ourselves talking about that. And I believe yeah. that a a draw would have been a great result to come away with. Don't get me wrong. I, ju- I just wish that the manner of it was was a little bit better. But yes, we are in a good position going forward because we all know what the the atmosphere at Hillsborough is going to be like uh, tomorrow night. No Here's a question. Where would you find all of the following in one place? Chairs, tables, beer, Vic, James, more beer, Dickyow, Eddie, more beer, and the rest of the Wednesday week gang. That's right, it's the Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. All of your favourite lagers, ciders, soft drinks, and hand pump ales are now available outside. Come and see the gang and give it a try. The Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. Now open on match days. Um, right then, chaps and chapeps, let's have a little waffle about uh, what we think is going to happen in the next game then, because um, I think it's going to be probably a rather different team selection as well. Um, Fessy didn't look entirely fessyish to me. Do you think this was to get him some minutes under his belt because we weren't expecting him to to do a great deal in that game, if you like? Uh, it wasn't actually part of the plan. I, I think he did hold the ball up rather well when it came to him, but I don't think... It was the Fessy that we used. I don't think he's quite got his match fitness yet, has he? Do you think we're going to see him starting on Wednesday? I think he was the obvious but, but, person was that, to bring was in that... for Hooper, wasn't he? I think that it, it kind of made sense. I think that we'd all kind of said, yeah, you'd bring you bring Fessy in for for Hooper and, and it made sense. So I, I suppose it depends whether or not Hooper's going to be fit. And if not, is he going to play something a bit different? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to do that. I don't know. I think I think tactically though, like we've just been saying about Wallace and Fessy weren't involved in that game, and that's because tactically they weren't planned to be. So I think in a way he's almost got he's got the upper hand in that they'll think, oh well, look how they played last week. I know we we can easily do that. We can easily beat them like draw with them like we did on Sunday or whatever. But actually at Hillsborough it's a completely different story, and I think I'd play him. I, I'd play him and Wallace. I would. I'd probably play two up front. And maybe drop reach, which is maybe controversial because he did play all right the other day. But I think I, I definitely I'd start on both 100%. I'd start with Rhodes. It's a it's a Rhodes type game for me. I think uh, we we know that they're going to come ready for a fight. We know they're going to defend, and I think that uh, pumping them in because we've spoke before, haven't we, about um, about we don't really feed Rhodes enough, like because we've got this young strapping lovely man. You know what I mean? That, that, that he's lethal in the six-yard box, but we don't seem to pump the crosses into him. However, with Huddersfield sitting deep, like what they're going to do tomorrow night, slash tonight, depending on when you're hearing this, um, I think it's a Rhodes game for me. I think it's one where we can stick him on for, you know, majority of 70 minutes and just hoof them to him. And, you know, it's, you know, some, some might argue that that itself is anti-football, but at least we're going forward with the ball. But uh, for me, it's, it's, it's a Rhodes game for me. I, uh, I thought that Winnall played pretty well when he came on and obviously you know tell me if I'm wrong here because you've got to bear in mind this is the usual James analysis of a game like this the the bits that I remember in between blacking out uh but um you know I think all of us me and me and my mates all kind of thought win all 
um, looked, yeah, pretty decent when he came on, pretty sharp. He chased everything. Um, he uh, he looked quite effective. I, I just wonder if if there's a, a a decent shout for him to to, to start the game on um, on Wednesday. I mean, we've got this embarrassment. Stop, of riches, stop we, press. Front? Stop Go press. On. I agree with you. I think, uh, no I think putting, uh, putting yeah. Rhodes and Winnell up front, I think, is the one for me because uh, Winnell's very industrious. Yes, he's got the shittiest beard since Atinuru Groove won, but um, but yeah, I think uh, I think it, those two up front, you know, solid four four two. I think it'd be decent. So you think we'll see a solid four four two? I, I can I, understand why we play one against Reading because that was the game plan to have two banks of four. But do you think we'll yeah. see that at home? Well, I. You know, there was a question there about Fletcher. I dropped Fletcher like third period French. If I was you, I think he. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think he brings anything to the way we play. However, the way we played on Sunday, he was a great fit for how we were going to play because he's physical. Yeah, I agree. And he, don't, he didn't don't mind getting involved. And when you want to play like that, stick Fletcher in all day because he'll play off the front man as well. I wouldn't play him as an out and out striker because he's got the you know he's got his boots on the wrong feet when it comes to shooting. But, but when it's his head and there's one lump getting over, he will elbow somebody in the side of the head and smash it in with his napper because, you know, he's uh, that's why he's losing it and he's had it stitched in again and he's losing it again. <laughs> it's because he, cause he keeps sticking his head at it. I, I, I think for me, I don't think it's a Fletcher game for me. I think we need to be a bit more, uh, a bit more free-flowing and uh, I don't think it's a Fletcher game. I really don't know. Um and so I'm just going to put my faith in Carlos. I think he got the team selection right for the first leg. So um, he's got my trust in getting the team selection right for the second leg. But it will be interesting. It's one of, you know, Sometimes you just know, don't you? And I think that you know when it gets to, what, quarter to seven an hour before kickoff on Wednesday night, uh, when we all kind of, you know, we're frantically refreshing Twitter to try and get the team news up, um, I'm not sure that any of us can really predict it. I think the big thing is going to be the centre of midfield, because if Hutch is back, and Kieran Lee's back, and Bannon's been playing rather well again just recently. Um, I think we're going to have some, some headaches there. Do you know what I love about it? We have so we we have such a not saying embarrassment of riches, but we we, we would. It's only recently we've been able to say, well, well, you know, who's going to lose a place if if so and so comes back, and if the quality kind of our squad at the minute, you know, is fantastic. And a long way that continue because um, it's it just gives us it gives us options. And tomorrow night, who do you play up front? You know, what way do you play? Do you play um, you know a certain way, or do you you know do, do you go midfielders? You have do you have Bannon, Hutchinson, and Lee in there, or you know there's there's kind of lots of options. Huddersfield don't have those options, do they? Um, they have their starting eleven, and that's about it. They've got nothing really off the bench as, as Wednesday clearly have a massive amount of options when it comes to not just personnel on the pitch but uh, what Carlos the way that Carlos chooses to play them I do think it's going to be a problem tomorrow um, I think it's going to be a massive headache uh, sorting out the midfield because yes are we going to have these these two wingers obviously we've seen Bannon play on the left before but that hasn't always gone terribly well has it um, oh, it's, it's a really interesting one it really really is I I, I I don't know if you guys got. Who would you like to see? Would you like to see? I, I think it's going to be between Lee and Hutch, if I'm honest. Yeah, I'd leave. I'd leave Reach where he is because he's had a, a decent vein of form, and he was what he was a foot away, maybe six inches away from being the hero on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd leave. I'd leave him where he is. Uh, personally, I, I quite like it when Hutch and Lee are on together because uh, the Hollywood balls from Bannon, when he knackers out a bit, uh, they tend to go missing a little bit. So. Uh, I quite like Hutchin Lee because I think they are Premier League quality and Bannon is not as good as them. 
<laughs> Hutch is the right kind of player to whip the crowd up as well. Do you know if because he, he know he'll, he'll be going. You know, if he plays, he'll go for it, and that's the kind of what we we need. Kind of, you know, if obviously no doubt the crowd will be behind him tomorrow night, but just to see him, you know, when he you know when he chases balls down and he and he's running with the ball or whatever, that'll that'll really kind of get us going, I think, as well. I I don't think that I'd risk him, you know, um, and I'm saying this because how many times have we seen Hutch when he's had an injury problem and he comes back and he only lasts 20 minutes of the game and you end up losing a substitution later in the game because you've got to change it early uh, with, uh, with with Hutch. And I think the fact that he, uh, I, I don't know exactly what happened, but I think apparently he was originally named on the bench, wasn't he, on Sunday? And then he had an issue and they had to change it uh, quite last minute or something like that. Um, so he's obviously not as close to full fitness as we thought he was. If he wasn't fit enough to be on the bench on Sunday, I can't see it's worthwhile risking him on Wednesday. Um, is is there that much that could have happened in those few days for us to think actually, yeah, he's fit enough to start and play ninety minutes? You know, we've 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 coped without Hutch. He is integral to the team, of course he is. But you know, we've we've built a team around him not being there in the kind of you know the mini season that we had at the end of the season where we, we you know we won six out of the last seven. Um, I, I, w- was kind of without Hutch really being part of it. So um, I, but, I I personally think that we try to persevere with Bannon and Lee. But if he's fit, would you give him an hour? Uh, yeah, but the thing is, Sam Hutchinson's idea hour. of... Hey! <laughs> Sam Hutchinson wants to play football, and I think that... Um, Credit credit to him for this, but also his biggest (laughs) downfall is the fact that I think he will declare himself fit to play because he wants to play, even if actually he's not. And I think we've seen it happen. We've seen it happen a few times when we've been like, oh, brilliant, Hutch is playing. And then half an hour into the game, he's he's on the deck and he's got to go off. And we can't risk that. We saw that exact thing happen to Brighton last season when they ended up having to make substitutions because of injuries early in the game. And it basically screwed up the playoffs for, for them. We can't afford to have that happen. So we, we, we can only play players on Wednesday night, in my eyes, that are 100% fit. And unfortunately, I can't see Hutch falling into that equation. I, I, I might be wrong. Carlos might have a different idea. He might think it's really important that we have that, that holding uh, midfielder there that can do the job that, that only really Hutch can do. Uh, in which case then, yeah, by all means, he should, he should play him. But um, that would be my take on it. I think it, my personal opinion would be to keep Lee in the team, definitely, because if Reading are going to be a little more cautious, shall we say, um, Lee's certainly the player to, to break it's, them it's down. It's definitely Huddersfield that we play. I know twice now you've said it's right. I apologise. <laughs> yeah, stop getting above, ahead of yourself. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm getting rather excited. Um, yes, uh, I think uh, Huddersfield are going to be a little more cautious, so uh, if, if Lee can break them down. Um, let's say we score four and then bring Hutch on just to uh, to close it <laughs> all up at the end. That'd be lovely, absolutely lovely. And I think so. I think it's looking at the team, obviously, <laughs> I think the back four is pretty much screwed down. So I think uh, Padilla had a, a really, really good game actually um, against uh, Huddersfield in the first leg as well. I thought they played really, really well. Super clever off the ball football. Really, 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 really super clever. Which is is odd because he's had some some pelters this season hasn't he uh, Padil and Fox has come in and he did play really really well when he came in too so he's nice to have that battle back there but I don't think we're going to see a change there personally I'll have a midfield of um, Bannon Kieran Lee Wallace and Rich any disagreements? Uh, no probably no? agree with that 
And then it's just the front two, which I do think is going to be the interesting one. I really, really do. I think Carlos is going to stick with Fletcher. And I can't see him starting Fessy, if I'm honest. I really, really can't. I think we might see win on. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that 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 would you might be sense. right there. Thing, think, thing is, right. whatever whatever you said in those in, in in that line would have made sense if you'd have said, Do you know what, I think we might just see Rhodes and Fessy. We'd have gone, yeah, I could see that. You know, I think any combination of those, <laughs> you know, we can see. He sees what's going on in training. He knows who's ripe for it. You know, there's a real argument to play Rhodes. It's against his former team. He's got something to prove. He's yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. done it yet for us. He's going to be dead hungry to go out there and really show us what he could do. That's an unfair statement. He has he has done it, but he's not scored the goals. Um, so he's going to be really eager to get out there and 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 score. You know, Fletcher has been in good form. Winall looks like he would run 20 marathons in 90 minutes if you asked him to, if, if that meant they got a place <laughs> in the team. Fessy obviously has got a point to prove as well. You know, even bloody Big Dave would, would want to play if um, if he had the chance. You know, it, it is... Well, don't push uh, it, I, I don't, don't push it. it, it it's, it's whatever two he thinks is going to work out of that combination. I suppose, you know, if, if maybe he feels that maybe playing... A four-four-one-one is going to work better. Then he might play Fessy and, and play him in a number ten role. I, I don't mm. think Fessy plays all that well in that in that role. I like the idea of us having Fessy to James, play off the bench. James, can I can I just the argue well. there? Would it be a number ten role or would it be a number sixty-seven role? Because this is Sheffield Wednesday. You can't call it a number ten role <laughs> anymore. <laughs> It's a it false 67, yeah, a false 67. <laughs> it should be a hashtag um, uh, question mark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know what? Take your pick from those two. We've got to trust Carlos on it, haven't we? No, absolutely. And I, and I think Carlos has, is right as well. Uh, we are going to have uh, an amazing atmosphere, but it's going to be incredible, isn't it? It's going to be absolutely shuffling incredible. We've seen it, right. Brighton. We've seen it, Arsenal. We've seen it where we can make a difference. And and I, oh, we've said it so many times already this season, haven't we? But if there is a mistake, just clap. Just get behind the team. Roar them on. We have a part to play. Watching that game tonight, the Reading fans, I thought, were absolutely chuffing. Oh, God, really were they did. there? <laughs> they were. So Until the last five minutes, you couldn't hear. There was nothing, there was nothing <laughs> was there? I, nice. I, I had a text this morning from, from Reese, and uh, and, he, and they don't usually do this, but it's the first time ever I think he's done it. He's like, Dad, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night to the match. And I don't think he's ever texted me or even said that to me, but he actually said that. And, then he, and, he, and he was, um, I just said to him, well, just all you can do, son, is just sing like you're never going to sing again. <laughs> and the other really important thing is, James, make sure you get dressed properly. We don't want to see those natty trainers. We if don't I want see to see those that. trainers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, or that worry. hat or that shirt, I'm going to strip you there and then. <laughs> <I swear. laughs> and I'm going to take a little pile and I'm going to set fire to them and you can come back to mine, you can borrow a nice frock and that can be your punishment. I will film up. If, I will honest, film if you up see me in a frock to... tomorrow, then you've got something to laugh at. Um, <laughs> no, fair, well, I've got, I've got a dilemma here. Uh, yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Thanks for bringing that one back up. Yeah. Um, I've got I, a dilemma here because I, I don't, forever. I don't normally wear a football shirt to football. That's not really what I do. I wear normal clothes to football. However, I did see the the, the thing the club put out earlier, asking the what you know, a sea of yeah. blue and white, and I thought mm, maybe I should actually, but I don't have a very good record of wearing football shirts to football games. We, I'm the same. We tend to lose when I do it. I, I saw that. Yeah. So what it's what like, should I do? Wear colours, and I thought. Well, the only thing that I can wear that's my colours that we had a good run in is my Wednesday Christmas jumper. I, I don't know what else I Brilliant. Can wear. You wear that. Like, you wear that. See, the only thing yeah, that I've worn... There's a camera's on Skype. 
The camera's That'd panned past on, on Sky. Look at that weird woman wearing a Christmas jumper. <laughs> the only thing that would, would work that I've worn this season that, that we've won in that, that's kind of got a football edge is my Can We Talk About Wolves Away t-shirt, which... Perfect. Yes. <laughs> I'm I don't know if that's <laughs> quite appropriate or not. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring a normal T-shirt and a football shirt. I'm going to wear the football shirt. And if we go go behind, I'm actually going to go and get changed in the toilet. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> you do realise you don't, you don't like have to do that because you're a man. You can just take off your shirt and put in your other one. If I did no, it, I'd get thrown af- out. After, after the operation, oh. I, can't, I can't do it in public. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're celebrating a birthday... A wedding or anniversary. Maybe you've passed your driving test. Or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catchbar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call 07989 or 0114-232-6121. Um, all right, then, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to bring us to an end of our little mini show for this week. We're not going to bother with the Wednesday news and all that kind of thing. We know what the news is. We know we've got a job to do. And, uh, well, let's face it, at least we know what we're doing. Um, but uh, oh, it's just going to be amazing, absolutely amazing. So, fingers crossed, the next time we speak, we'll be all be singing us. Even Rich can join in with a Wembley song, hopefully, the next time we uh, we speak. Eh? Absolutely. Is... That's fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, if people want to see pictures of your excrements that you'll leave all over London tomorrow, Victoria, where can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> no. Um... You can find me at Victoria1867 and I cannot wait for tomorrow night. I am, like I said, I'm in London. My train gets me in at four o'clock. I need to zoom back over here. I can't park on my own bloody road to the bloody Sheffield Council because, you know, what a great time to relay the road. Um, But I will be there and I, this means the world to me more so than it ever, ever has done before. This, This weekend, potentially in Wembley, could be one of the best weekends of my life and could mean so much more than football or anything. Um, So please, please, lads, come on. Uh, Just another quick thing. Look out tomorrow night. A certain large feathered beast on the pitch at Hillsborough (laughs) shall possibly, possibly be wearing a shirt that may well possibly be on sale after the game, should we possibly be heading to London in a week's time. So look out for Ozzy, see what he's wearing underneath his Wednesday shirt. Well, hey, um, ask him to give you a flash <laughs> if he's not already flashing you. Just keep an eye out. We've we've done some teasers on social media about this shirt and should it all pay off tomorrow night, I shall be rushing home after the game, pre-Riverside Cafe after the game, and I will be making that link live. So if you see it, if you want it, Look on the website after the match and it will be live. Um, if you see it and we don't get to Wembley, just forget it ever happened. <laughs> but do ask us for a flash. <laughs> yeah, exactly, why not? Absolutely, ask him to flash you. Richie, old Bean, where can we get all of you over there on the Twitterage? Yeah, you can find me at Dickie Owl. Um, as I said to you guys earlier, I've probably spent... Um, it, the first thing that made, made me actually have a little bit of a moment was was James's um, video on Sky. Um, I, I just had a little bit of a moment because this bloody means so much 
to me. Oh, I know, I know. It was just you, Jamie, Fif- did it really? It was fifteen not, twenty minutes of footage, and they right. used six seconds of it. They're, they have put out the second uh, <laughs> yeah. version, version two tonight. I've not watched it yet. So, uh, Rich, might, don't lie though. You there. didn't have a moment. You sobbed like a baby, didn't Blub- you? I blubbed it. Yes, I did blub it. It just set me going. It just set me going because it just means so much to. I, I, I always told my t- kids I'd take them to Wembley, and I've done that, you know. But next best thing is is one step further than that, and I'm not, you know, what I'm saying without saying it. And for me to be able to do that with them would be the ultimate for me. It would be I could die a happy man then. I tell you what, that that video that the club released was it was it when was it early early this year back in February? The one with the owl flying from the top of the mm. north uh, the south stand that gets me going now. Oh, big like, sound, gen- yeah. Genuinely gets the heart pounding. You know, yeah. you see Hark there with his USA flag, and then there's Austin here, and I'm going, "Oh my God, this is amazing!" And then yeah, you get you get really excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> if people want to see you getting excited over there on the Twitch, Joe Boy, where can we do that? Oh yeah, uh, request to follow me. I'm still. still <laughs> <laughs> so you can't follow me anymore just yet. Um, yeah, request to follow me at Dan Fudge on Twitter. Also, don't forget to sponsor me for the uh, Reds versus Blues. Uh, I'll be posting up the uh, the Just Giving page link. I'll probably do it from the TWW Cast uh, <laughs> Twitter account because you know people don't follow me. They can't because uh, yeah, please I'm, do I'm that unemployed. because it's very difficult to, to to retweet your stuff at the moment, including that link. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair point. <laughs> Nob, nobody's getting their fix of knob gags who's who's sort of just. <laughs> Who surreptitiously follow me without actually following me. Yeah, I get that. Or, or if anyone does want to sponsor you, Fudge, they can just go to thewednesdayweek.co.uk and there is a nice big link there for them to follow. Oh, well, there you are then. Uh, or, or you can also read mine and James's blogs on there as well if you do go on the website. Uh, my favourite bit is at the bottom where it says about the author and it says uh, celebrated piss chiseler on mine, which I, uh, <laughs> which I, <laughs> which I genuinely enjoyed. Yeah, I wrote that. <laughs> Very celebrated. <laughs> Thanks, man. I had, to, I had to explain somebody on Twitter the other day what piss chiseling was, and uh, so it, it, if you don't know, ladies, uh, when you when you go into the toilet and somebody has uh, you know gone for a sit down job and left the mark, uh, I, I am quite the Samaritan when it comes to that and use the uh, use what's called the piss chisel on the uh, on the aforementioned mark down the back of the pan. You are welcome. <laughs> Oh, ladies, you're missing out on so much. Um, Jamesy, old boy, if people want to find you over there on the Twitter page, where can we do that? Um, I'm going to spend the next 24 hours uh, on Twitter uh, making continual references to my Year of the Birds theory, uh, which is quite close to becoming (laughs) true. Um, So if you want to see that, I'm at James Marriott. It'll probably come as no surprise at all that I've booked tomorrow off work uh, in order to well, be in the pub really quite early. So um, you'll probably see me in, in town uh, and then getting the tram through to Hillsborough kind of mid-afternoon. There is a rumour going around as well. And, uh, I mean, until this actually happens, then I can't be absolutely certain. But should you be watching the highlights of tomorrow's game, um, although it'll probably not be tomorrow's game when you listen to this, but the highlights of Wednesday's game on the Channel 5 programme on Wednesday evening, keep an eye out. You might see someone that you recognise. Oh. James on the telly again. Media media horse. Yeah, you're nearly beastie. 
<laughs> Let's not go too far. Let's not go too far. Um, <laughs> of course, if you'd like to get hold of me over there on the Twitches, you can do that at Lord H. That's L zero R D underscore H. Get all the podcast at T W W Cast. Get all in all the normal places as well on the Facebooks, on the YouTube's, etc., etc. And if you are looking at your um, eye device at the moment, ladies and gents, please do pop a little review on there and tell us how well we're doing or how not well we're doing. Or tell Victoria. What types of photographs you'd like to see of our experiment in London? Tell Fudgy that you want a video of his pictures and exploits. It'd be absolutely fantastic. Um, <laughs> but best, please do uh, pop on and <laughs> give us a little five-star review. It would be very, very much appreciated. It has been a pleasure, as always. Even though it's just been a little quickie this evening, ladies and gents. Be good, be safe, scream the team on tomorrow night or tonight or whatever day you're listening. And we shall see you... Hopefully it... Ooh, real soon! <laughs> <laughs> It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 